I'm really speaking about all of humanity, you know, without exception of anybody, you know. And I, I know that um, a lot of the content in the songs is very heavy, you know, but uh, see, fantasy is what people want, but reality is what they need. And I've just retired from the fantasy part because I realized that uh,
see I know the right way to prepare and persevere when it comes time to fight. As a stranger here, I will never fear, for the sun still shines regardless of the darkest night. Seek for your inner voice to help you make your choices. Learn to differentiate between the truth and the noises. As a stranger here, you must never fear, for the knowing of yourself is cause for great rejoicing. Great rejoicing, great rejoicing, great Ancient people were grown, shown the truth since the youth and the roots showed the proof. Opening pathways like the Father Eshu, like that boot camp she a strange wonder, ascended to the heavens from the land of down under. Trying to figure how to reunite her people now asunder, she devours these alliances to stave off her growing hunger. Her number, the two stands for ever growing wisdom. She is the moon, heat the sun, overstand and make the cycle one. You could catch a politicking on the streets of Mecca, then she rest in Ile Ipe to recharge her bio essence. We'll have our quarrels, and you will upset me. But what can I do? 81 is when she broke the earthly terrain. Born with two Fulani earrings and a pocket full of change. Bust with a voice that's the sound to behold. She broke the mold, renewed the old, turned the microphone to solid gold. Spoke with the elders before she left the home planet, and they told her never to disrespect the craft if you can stand it. Remember the four facets they will carry you far. Not for you to be a star, but a preserver of art. Heart human, cause the body she inhabits. A goddess, cause she carry bloodlines of the immortal status. Like Gladys, took the midnight train to Georgia. Seeking out new ground like old Moorish explorers The forest of knowledge was barren and weeds were taking over She took a seed from her magic bag and planted near a four clover A lotus flower grew from mud at the riverbanks The people start rejoicing on their knees giving thanks We'll have our quarrels And you will upset me But what can I do? They asked her name, wonder why she wasn't famous She said my name is Cyrock, you're confused on what my aim is I do this not for recognition, but to change my folks' position This is lesson 101, so hold your tongue and start to listen You are the lost tribe, wanders from the light Sent to conquer universes, turn the wrongness to right The uncivilized have an envious eye And they plotted your demise based on treachery and lies You lost your culture and the jewels that you came with They learned your alchemy and they used it to make a name with Became the false gods while the real ones suffered the Jews Became dull and over time they lost their luster You forgot the mission and got tricked into submission Now the elders sent me here to resurrect the beats and rhythms This is your movement and it can never be stopped It's the spirit of our people giving the name of hip hop Joyous, joyful, exaltation. 
joyous, joyful exaltations and greetings to those who liberate themselves. Welcome to Women Wednesday. I'm your host, Mariama Tane. Blessings, greetings, and love to all within the listening ear. Tonight's theme is awareness and responsibility. Your response ability willfully creatively powerfully we're going to take a moment and do the praise up as there's nothing new under the sun that the most high has not explained for everyone in Yeshua's name we're going to start off in 1 Corinthians 3 8 now he that planteth and he that watereth are one. And every man shall receive his own reward according to his own labor. His own reward according to his own labor. In Proverbs 9.12 If thou be wise, thou shalt be wise for thyself. But if thou scornest, thou alone shall bear it. And Job 19.4 And be it indeed that I have erred. My error remaineth with myself. The error remains within yourself until you fix it. And 2 Corinthians 5.10 For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ that everyone may receive the things done in his body according to that he hath done, whether it be good or bad. 1 Timothy 5.8 But if any not provide for his own, and especially for those of his own house, he hath denied the faith and is worse than an infidel. And finally, Galatians 6, 5 to 15. For every man shall bear his own burden. Let him that is taught the word communicate unto him that teacheth in all good things. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, thou shalt he also reap. For he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. But he that soweth to the Spirit shall of the Spirit reap life everlasting. And let us not be weary in doing well. For in due season we shall reap if we faint not. And as we have therefore opportunity, let us do good unto all men especially to them who are the household of faith. Ye see how large a letter I have written unto you with my own hand. As many as desire to make a fair show in flesh, they constrain you to be circumcised, only lest they should suffer persecution for the cross of Christ. For neither they themselves who are circumcised keep the law, 
for they desire to have you circumcised, that they may glory in your flesh. But God forbid that I should glory, save in the cross for our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom the world is crucified unto me, and I unto the world. For in Christ Jesus neither circumcision availeth anything, nor uncircumcision, but a new creature. In Yeshua's name, we're going to take a music moment and come back with tonight's theme. Awareness and responsibility. Your response ability. Willfully, creatively, powerfully. Blessings and grace.
our sons and daughters Did you know that your baby boy would come to make you new This child that you delivered will soon You kissed the face 
tonight's theme, Awareness in Responsibility, Your Response, Ability, Willfully, Creatively, and Powerfully. Once you become aware, that brings responsibility. Aware in all aspects of life. You know, we can gain knowledge, gather information on any subject, any person, any situation, but once you act on it, right then that's taking responsibility and you and and your response is your ability to effectuate change your response effectuates your ability to have control and power over the situation and the way it plays out okay so let's first address what is possible for you truly possible the answer to that question is whatever you can conceive, imagine, and believe to be possible for yourself. That's precisely what is creating your current results, whatever they might be. And that's why accepting responsibility is so crucial. Most people choose to form the individually held perceptions and beliefs about what's possible for them based on what's unfolding in the in the world around them and the control that they believe and think that others have over them your true power your power is not determined by externals unless you choose that perception for yourself accepting responsibility 
for the current conditions in your life, whatever those conditions might be, is an essential first step of major importance and becoming fully enabled and truly empowered to begin consciously, intentionally, and consistently creating a kind and quality of life that harmonizes with your individuality individually held as well as our collectively held heartfelt hopes, dreams, and desires. The really great news is that accepting responsibility is not only profoundly transformational, it will enable you to regain conscious control of your life and the outcomes experienced in each and every area of your life. What's perhaps even more exciting than that is that it's far more simple than you might currently perceive. It simply requires a choice, a conscious choice. That choice begins by consciously utilizing some timeless wisdom that one of the masters of the past shared thousands of years ago. And that wisdom states, judge not by appearances. Once you're able to do that, then it requires action. A willingness to do something that aligns and harmonizes with desire. You have to make choices. And that enhanced level of understanding begins by becoming aware of who and what you truly are, which is far more than most of us are aware of. That's also the very, free, the, the very reason why so many develop unfounded, self-sabotaging, and self-limiting excuses, point fingers, judge, blame, label, and condemn, spending their entire lives believing and perceiving that life is a random game of chance subject to what's happening out there. And we can do that if we choose, but it's not a choice that will not enable you to discover and consciously utilize the gifts and the power we've each been provided in a conscious, intentional, purposeful, meaningful, and desirable kind of way. Doing so first requires accepting responsibility for everything in our lives. You know, the power of accepting responsibility will not only provide you with that understanding, but it will also empower you to recognize the importance of consciously being, consciously harmonizing that way of being with what you truly desire, doing things that align and harmonize with that. And as a result, not only becoming empowered, but begin seeing and experiencing in tangible and measurable form what we truly desire to do and have more of whatever that might be for you individually. You know, most people understand and agree that accepting responsibility for one's action is an all-important first step in dealing effectively with and changing any given situation and necessary before any type of noticeable change can occur. Accepting responsibility requires a conscience as well as an honest examination of the underlying and often unrecognized processes that are happening under the radar.
more specifically within you and becoming fully aware of both how and what you are consistently choosing for yourself at this all too often unconscious level which inevitably shows up in the physical, financial, relational, emotional, and spiritual aspects of your life. Self-examination. Right? The seed from where all the physical events, conditions, and circumstances that show up in your life are derived from. To see things in the seed. That is genius, right? As one spiritual master of the past put it. To see things in the seed. The seed level is what most unintentionally and unknowingly overlook. Choosing to explore and understand the seed level will put you on powerfully transformational steps toward understanding and consciously utilizing your own genius. First, you have to become conscious, becoming conscious of and being accepting and begin accepting responsibility for the unconscious and the under the radar thought processes that you're choosing for yourself is where it all begins. Make no mistake, it's the seed level which without fail that attracts to you the ways and means to make your desires real and tangible as well as determines the various physical actions engaged by you in which in turn determines the kind and quality of the tangible outcomes experienced as a result of these day-to-day activities that we engage in individually. Timeless spiritual wisdom as well as the most recent cutting-edge scientific discoveries clearly show that the world, the entire universe for that matter, is always unfolding perfectly and precisely. To be able to fully grasp and comprehend this higher truth, it's necessary to look beyond the surface level of actions, which so many believe to be the cause of their outcomes in life. It's it's essential to go and get to and explore a bit at the seed level. Doing so requires a willingness on your part to remain open and receptive to developing an awareness of the true cause or the source from which these physical actions originate, from as well as consistently choosing to consciously and consistently apply that awareness. Choosing to consciously and consistently and consistently apply that awareness once acquired. When you know better, do better, plain and simple. Choosing to do so without fail produce whatever tangible results you might currently desire and in ways that the vast majority perceive to happen based only on luck, fate, or chance. It's a blessing for your act of faith. Accepting responsibility begins at the level of consciousness. We've, you know, consciously creating desired outcomes in life requires an even deeper look than the mind. The mind is a tool. And like any tool, it can be used or misused. And it's being misused or unconsciously used by most. That's why it's, it's so vitally important to look below the surface. 
This deeper look reveals the mind processes, consciousness, and the quality of consciousness that you choose is what determines the quality of your life. Wealth consciousness. Okay? A wealth of consciousness will deliver far greater and, and, and more pleasing results than a poverty of consciousness. And love consciousness produces desired results. And fear consciousness produces less than desired results. You can't walk around in fear. What you perceive, you can conceive, overstand. Most believe and perceive that it's external circumstances that are unfolding in the world around them that determine what's, what, what is possible or not possible for themselves. And due to a lack of understanding of these external events, conditions, circumstances, people, institutions, actually do have control over them. The vast majority believe that many aspects of their lives are completely out of their personal ability to, to even control and are the result of luck or, or completely dependent on and to or left to chance. Accepting responsibility enables you to consciously choose to respond or continue to unconsciously react. You have two choices to make when a situation arises. You can respond or react. Accepting responsibility is responding, allowing negative emotions to surface and dominate and make the experience worse than necessary can be equated to reacting. Accepting responsibility is nothing more or less than developing your response ability. Your response abilities. Your ability. Response ability is responding to the events, conditions, and circumstances in life with gratitude, with the understanding that all things truly do work together for good, regardless of how you might perceive them at the time. A response of gratitude resonates at a much higher vibrational frequency than does anger or grief and will move you through the inevitable challenge much more quickly than choosing to remain fixated on the loss or less than desired outcome, which reacting in anger, fear, doubt, worry, or grief will only serve to intensify. And that's the law of resonance, overstand. And just as it is true to effectively treat addictions, becoming aware of and accepting responsibility for events, conditions, and circumstances in each and every area of your life where you find yourself right now is the first step to learning to create, achieve, and experience a life of abundance and happiness in your future. Accepting responsibility is essentially reclaiming your personal power to create your life on your terms, giving your power away by blaming externals, whether it be by people, conditions, institutions, or anything for that matter, is essentially making the choice to relinquish the creative power that has been provided to you, me, and every other human that exists on this planet. Choosing to blame, ridicule, or fall victim to externals is in essence putting you in the creature of circumstance category. The creature of circumstance category, rather than 
what you truly are, which is a creator of circumstance. We are creators of circumstance. So if you are personally experiencing and appear stuck in and lack in any area of your life, it's because you are either consciously or unconsciously creating the situation and will remain in that situation until you begin accepting responsibility. Developing and initiating your your individual response dash ability and creating an internal harmonious frequency that resonates with different results, which will 100% of the time, with unwavering certainty, attract different results. Accepting this as fact can prove to be difficult for many initially. As difficult as it may seem at this point, grasping this fact as truth is a crucial and necessary step and discovering one's ability to change the existing conditions that they find themselves experiencing and perceive to be undesirable. Developing an awareness of your true potential is the key to personal fulfillment. Developing an awareness of your true potential is the key to personal fulfillment. In order to develop this awareness and fully grasp the fact that accepting responsibility is a necessary step in enhancing your quality of life, it's necessary that a basic understanding that goes beyond and what can be seen and experienced at the physical level to be established. By developing a basic understanding of quantum physics, you'll begin to understand how it is that you truly are responsible for the current conditions in your life. And, will, and that will enable you to take a giant step forward in understanding that acting responsibility is an essential step in the process of transforming current outcomes. And by becoming familiar with the immutable and unwavering universal laws that govern and keep the universe operating in harmony, you will have taken a huge step in understanding how and why things really work as they do and will allow you to better understand why it's so important that you begin accepting responsibility and your abilities, your, your different creative abilities to respond to what life has out there for you and for the outcomes that you are currently experiencing in your own life, whatever they might be. By expanding and developing your awareness in these areas, you will have made tremendous progress in developing a much deeper an extremely self-empowering understanding of your limitless capability, which will open additional doors, enabling and empowering you to begin taking the steps necessary to begin changing the undesirable outcomes, whatever they are. Through this newfound awareness, it will become very clear to you the necessity of, of accepting responsibility for where you currently find yourself shedding the victim of circumstance mentality and learning to instead begin to consciously create the results you desire to experience. Using the law of vibration, the law of attraction, the law of cause and effect will heighten your awareness exponentially with regard to the unlimited possibilities available to you and allow you to better understand how 
regardless of what you may currently believe or your current actions are determining your outcomes, even in the areas you currently feel powerless and perceive as impossible to change. By developing this new awareness, it will be much easier for you to begin the process of developing the beliefs that are required to change them and begin to attract and create a life of limitless possibilities. And by taking the first step of accepting responsibility for your outcomes and becoming aware of your true unlimited potential, you will begin to know and experience the incredible life-changing power provided to you by the Most High, a power which allows you to become a conscious creator of circumstance rather than an unconscious victim of circumstance. Accepting responsibility for your current life circumstances is like all things in life, a choice that only you can make. By becoming aware of and accepting this one very important and key power principle, you will be one huge step closer to learning how to begin creating and experiencing a life filled with love, joy, fulfillment, inner peace, prosperity. Accepting responsibility and expanding that truth and discovering your limitless capabilities will prove to be the most freeing and self-empowering decision you can ever make. When you fail to responsibly guide your direction and outcomes, you set the stage for creating misery. Make no excuses. Excuses for failure, excuses about your choices in life, excuses about what you feel you have accomplished and what you have not fuel dysfunctional thinking and consequently undesirable actions and behaviors. Making excuses instead of taking 100% responsibility for your actions, your thoughts, and your goals are the hallmark of people who fail to succeed both in their, per in their professional lives and their personal lives. Positive thinking becomes a helpful habit. Excuses fuel failure. So gently remind yourself, no excuses. Interrupt that tape playing in your mind and stop rehearsing that excuse-filled conversation and spend your thought time planning your next successful venture. People who take complete responsibility for their lives experience joy and control of circumstances. They are able to make choices because they understand that they are responsible for their choices. And that even when the events that are no un that are not under your control go go wrong, you can at at the very least determine how you will react to the event. You can make an event a disaster or you can choose to use it as an opportunity to learn and grow. Right? You never lose, you learn. Overstand, it's all in perception. The most important aspect of taking responsibility for your life is to acknowledge that your life is your responsibility. You are entirely up to you. No one can live your life for you. You are in charge. No matter how hard we try to blame others for, for events and results, the results of choices you made and are making. You know, we have to eliminate blame and excuses and listen to yourself when you speak. In your conversation, do you hear yourself blame others if things don't exactly go as you want? 
Do, do you find yourself pointing fingers? You matter. Live every day as if what you do matters, because it does. Every choice you make, every action you take matters. Your choice matters to you and create the life you live. Your choice matters at work. You choose the path of productivity and contribution, or you choose the path of marginal employee. Every action you take affects organizational process in one way or another. You always make a difference. And let that difference move the world forward. You matter and your thoughts matter too. And thoughts matter. We become what we think about most. For those that ever heard of Earl Nightingale, you know, his summation of the power of your thoughts is one of the most significant statements ever made. Think about it. Your thoughts are always with you. And they tend to play themselves over and over again in your head. That They either support you to think about and take positive action or the opposite. So you have to listen to yourself. Your thoughts govern the success of your interpersonal interactions. Your thoughts are the headlights illuminating your path in the darkness. They always precede you and your actions. The mind moves in the direction of our currently dominant thoughts. Okay? Wherever energy goes, wherever your attention goes, energy grows. As the old saying goes. <laughs> wherever your attention goes, energy grows. Overstand. And taking true responsibility for yourself gives you back the power to create exactly what you want in your life. This means... You must take responsibility for your thoughts, your words, and your actions. Taking responsibility for yourself gives you true freedom. By taking responsibility for yourself and only yourself, you become aware of the true connection between your inner and outer world. You are the one and only creator of your life. There is no one else to blame for what your life is. When we take responsibility, we take back control of our experiences. Taking responsibility, control, taking responsible control, means that you understand the basic truths of the universe and use your understanding of your inner world to create consciously and respectfully through your actions. The gift of responsibility gives you freedom because it grants you true awareness of your power as a creator. A man sooner or later discovers that he is the master gardener of his soul, the director of his life. That was said by James Allen. Awareness is the first step to understanding that you create everything in your experience. Every part of your life, good or bad, has a root somewhere within your mind. The truth can hurt sometimes, but by taking charge of the fact that you are creating your own experience, you can finally take control of what you're inviting into your experience. Without the gift of responsibility, people do not realize that they are the creators of their own experience and their lives reacting to the things around them. To consciously create life with responsibility, act, don't react. Okay? And using the gift of responsibility means that you may have to go through a period of change 
where you admit that you were causing negative or painful experiences to happen to you because of your thoughts and actions. And this can be hard because we don't want to take responsibility for our lives half the time. A lot of people blame others for what's happening to them, but nothing just happens. We create our own lives through thoughts, words, actions, and beliefs. And if there's any fear that has been in control for too long, freedom is given to those who are aware of what the fear makes them do. Fear is like a parasite inside, and it feels threatened by the idea of freedom and of living with conscious awareness. This internal parasite feeds off a drama, judgments, negative emotions, and off your fear of change. If you can't get these things out of you, it will have you attack other people with your thoughts, words, body language, and even with your physical body to get the energy it needs to survive. Be aware of this fear parasite. False evidence appearing real, overstand. As you learn and grow in wisdom and experience, if you become aware of how fear uses you to feed itself, you can overcome it by simply being aware. When you become aware of the choices that fear is trying to make for you, you have taken responsibility for yourself and are one step closer to being completely free. The cause of our problem is not outside of us. We do not need to wait for anyone or anything to happen to change our lives. The beginning of change always lies within us. By taking full and complete responsibility for both the roots and the fruit in our lives, we will change our lives for the better. To change the fruits, you must change the roots. Right? Overstand the seed. The seed of change. The seed of accepting. All the different abilities you have to respond to the world around you. If you want your life to change, and if you want less to complain about, you are going to need to change how you think. And that takes us back to step one. Awareness. Awareness helps to create change. Once you are aware, you're responsible. When you allow others to be responsible for themselves, you free yourself to work on you. No need to worry about controlling others. Their choices will always be theirs, no matter how much you try to scheme or how, how to make them do what you want. There is more than one way to be on this earth. Okay, so they are responsible, so let them live their own adventure, and you will become more free to live yours. You know, things don't just happen to us. We consciously create our way in this world. You know, and the ways that we can do that is to let conflict go away. Dwelling on any conflict is never healthy. It's better to leave the argument in the past and take care of the present to provide a happy future. Sulking is all about uncertainty. Instead of focusing, instead focus on your self-improvement. You just waste your time overthinking who's wrong and who's to blame. Say goodbye to conflict and start living a happy life. Leave your past behind. Do you remember the fights where you were the loser? 
If you still can't forget them, that's a problem. Never excuse yourself. Thinking that your fault isn't so big and you can't excuse yourself for that is a completely bad thing. Some people do. You know that you're wrong, but you don't want to tell those who believe you, and you decide to forget about it. Well, now you feel great, but it's still it'll still change when the truth comes out. Admit everything at once, and you'll be understood, forgiven, or excuse yourself, and then your mistake will be exaggerated because you have to take responsibility for the mistake and for hiding your fault as well. And learn from your mistakes, right? Sankofa. Those that don't learn from their history are doomed to repeat it. We all make some mistakes almost every day. Sometimes they're serious, but most of the time they're so small that we simply ignore them. No matter how big your mistake is, you shouldn't only admit it, but also learn from it. We often step on the same rake twice because we don't learn from our past mistakes. If you made a mistake, admit it. Learn from it and move on and be wiser. Be wiser. And the wisdom is the action of learned experience. Overstand. And stay humble. Humility. Showing acceptance of the Most High's guidance. And when an argument has happened and it's not always easy to turn on the calm down function <laughs> and you still feel stressed and you can't relax at once, try to excuse the opponent and walk away from the uncomfortable situation. You know, I, a happy life is impossible without admitting mistakes. The most important thing to do is to learn how to admit them and then forget about them. Don't be afraid of not looking, you know, like you know it all. Because sometimes we don't. And that's okay. And doing so, it shows that you're strong and responsible. But not weak and miserable. You know, and so you have to be accountable and stop blaming. Acknowledge what happened. Accentuate the positive. See yourself clearly. We have to see ourselves clearly. Taking responsibility means acknowledging both your weaknesses and strengths. It means acknowledging all that is wonderful about you. You are kind to yourself. A responsible person does not dismiss his or her own achievements. They know their good and positive qualities. A complete you have a complete picture of who you are. A responsible person continues to grow emotionally. And say thank you. Thank you is taking responsibility over Stan. When you know, so many of us get a compliment and we make up all these excuses as opposed to just saying thank you. Accept praise graciously. Graciously. When someone acknowledges you, say thank you. When someone is kind or gives you a gift, the response is a sincere thank you. And practice healthy self-focus. Healthy self-focus. Thinking too much about our own problems 
worrying endlessly about the future, regretting the past, and feeling sorry for ourselves can lead to indulgent self-pity. It's exhausting. However, taking time to really know what makes you tick in a gentle, reflective way is the beginning of self-love and personal responsibility. You are where you are because of who you are. Everything that exists in your life because of you, because of your behavior, words, and actions. And if collectively we all took real responsibility for the things within our awareness, you know, and stop letting this false evidence that appears real, right, false evidence appearing real, control what limits our tangible effects and manifestations can have. Willfully, creatively, and powerfully show off your response abilities. Overstand. We're going to take a music moment and come back with the go and gnosis. Blessings and grace. Yo, yo, spirit and I'll never do the wishing just condition myself to pray every day and get the blessings they come in my way just gotta stay patient just gotta be awake just gotta not play with my own fate this is my destiny I'm eating it's my plate so you can't get in the way no you can't stop me never today or tonight I ain't in competition with any of you don't think I'm finishing my job what I was put here to do relax and staying cool don't care if I had to drop out of school it ain't for me i'm against the system but you telling me that i'm for it why because i'm euphoric and i'm searching for it searching for something greater i'm riding on a dream i'm a skater kick push see you later and it's sad that niggas be hating and it's sad that we ain't getting along i thought we was dating but i guess you don't love me and i know you're gonna be telling me that i should push you above me but my happiness comes first so i'm gonna love me regardless it's my time to shine and i'm trying to include everybody but they taking their time like we ain't lost time already like we ain't behind the eight ball like we just already eating plates on large now we gotta hit the ball make sure it goes in a hole just know that we not in a hole no more so what's up what's holding you back the fear or the hate all the tears accumulated ten times over the years all the tears all the fears accumulated ten times over the years that's what you see when you look at me you know we trying to be free trying to take it to the sky just trying to open up your mind your third eye fly high baby Just be you. Don't let them play you. Don't be a fool to the 
the schools, the system that they got you, that they told you might be a tool. <laughs> I don't know about you. This world can be pretty cruel, but I love you. Place no one above you, no one above you. The God is in you. Ready or not, we about to break the rules. We just trying to seek the truth. Do it for you.
Blessings and grace, and I'm back with your go and gnosis, your news infused with consciousness. There was a social studies teacher who fired shots at a Georgia school 
advocated for gun control. Jesse Randall Davidson, 53, was arrested on Wednesday after firing several shots and barricading himself inside a classroom at a Georgia high school. In social media posts before his arrest, Davidson pushed for gun control and was opposed to arming teachers with guns. The Dalton Police Department tweeted that police had responded to a call of shot or shots being fired at Dalton High School in Dalton, Georgia, just after 11.15 a.m. Police say that the social studies teacher opened fire at the school on Wednesday after leaving a note last week threatening to harm himself and others. No children were endangered during the incident, according to DBD. Students who followed Davidson online said he was for gun control and he opposed teachers bringing guns to school. Social media users also stated Davidson was trying to prove a point. And he sure did because these teachers do not have to have guns in the classroom. Davidson, a Democrat, began teaching in 2004 after leaving his job as a reporter at a local radio station. He said covering the 9-11 tragedy was a turning point in his career. He was longtime voice at the Dalton High School football games. I continued to do the broadcast, worked for Dalton High School part-time, and also took other part-time jobs to help support my family, he told Dalton Schools Network. I was married and had a child, and it wasn't easy, but it was worth it. No Georgia school district currently allows teachers to carry guns, but the Bleckley County School District in North Georgia is considering allowing teachers to pack weapons. Bleckley County Schools, located about 90 miles north of Atlanta, announced that it was considering arming teachers after the Florida school shooting. On Tuesday, Florida lawmakers voted to allow teachers to carry guns inside classrooms, and other states already have laws in place permitting teachers to carry concealed weapons. We have to stop this, people. Teachers should not have guns in the classroom. Those two do not go together. You can have a teacher that can freak out and shoot up everybody. You know, it's it's just too much control, life and death for education. It's It doesn't equate. And on news.co.au, lives of South Africans will reach higher level, Ramposa tells Parliament. South Africa's Parliament has voted in favor of a motion that will begin the process of amending the country's constitution to allow for the confiscation of white-owned land without compensation. The motion was brought by Julius Malema, leader of the radical Marxist opposition party, the economic freedom fighters, and passed overwhelmingly by 241 votes to 83 against. The only parties who did not support the motion were the Democratic Alliance, Freedom Front Plus, COPE, and the African Christian Democratic Party. It was amended but supported by the ruling African National Congress and new President Cyril Ramposa, who made land expropriation a key pillar of his policy platform after taking over from the ousted Prime Minister Jacob Zuma early this month. The time for reconciliation is over. Now is the time for justice. Mr. Malema was quoted by News 24 as telling Parliament, we must ensure that we restore the dignity of our people without compensating the criminals who stole our land. According to Bloomberg, a 2017 government audit found white people owned 72% of the farmland in South Africa. White people owned 72% 
of the farmland in South Africa. The African National Congress Deputy Chief Whip Doris Eunice Declaude said the party recognizes that the current policy instruments, including the willing buyer, willing seller policy, and other provisions of Section 25 of the Constitution, may be hindering effective land reform. ANC Rural Affairs Minister Gugil Nkwita added that ANC unequivocally supports the principle of land expropriation without, compensa without compensation. There is no doubt about it. Land shall be expropriated without compensation. The Thendeka Mambaba of the Democratic Alliance Party, which opposed the motion, said that there was a need to right the wrongs of the past, but expropriation cannot be part of the, of the solution. By arguing for expropriation without compensation, the ANC has been gifted the perfect scapegoat to explain away its own failure, she said in Parliament. Making this argument lets the ANC off the hook on the real impediments, corruption, bad policy, and chronic underfunding. Expropriation without compensation would severely undermine the national economy, only hurting poor black people even further. Patea Gerald leader of the Freedom Front Plus Party, representing the white Africana minority, asked what would happen to the land once it was expropriated. If you continue on this course, I can assure you there's going to be unforeseen consequences that is not in the interest of South Africa, he said. South African president, protesters rally against the deadly farm attacks. You know, and so COPE leader Masusa Lakota said that there was a danger that those who think equality in our lifetime equates that we must dominate whites, News 24 reported. So Mr. Malima has been leading calls for land confiscation, forcing the ANC to follow suit out of fear of losing the support of poor black voters. In 2016, he told supporters he was not calling for the slaughter of white people, at least for now. Civil rights groups have accused EFF and ANC of inciting an ongoing spat of attacks on white farmers characterized by extreme brutality. Um, Ernest Rowett, deputy chief executive of the civil rights group AFRI Forum, said the parliamentary motion was a violation of the 1994 agreement in which the ANC promised minority interests would be protected post-apartheid. This motion is based on a distorted image of the past, Mr. Rowett said in the statement. The term expropriation without compensation is a form of semantic fraud. It is nothing more than racist theft. This is interesting because they're calling it racist theft, but the, but the land initially was, belonged to the Africans that lived there, the black Africans. I mean, I don't know how else to right the wrongs. But South Africa is taking a huge step in a very new direction, one that was unforeseen. And so now thousands, because of this action on Newsweek.com, thousands signed petition asking Trump to let white farmers in South Africa migrate to the U.S. after the country votes to force them off land. And this is on Newsweek.com. More than 12,000 people have signed a petition asking President Donald Trump to let white people in South Africa immigrate to the U.S. amid a vote by the country's parliament favoring a motion that could see South Africa's constitution amended to allow for land to be stripped away from owners without compensation. This motion will still need the approval of South Africa's parliament constitutional review committee before an amendment could even be drafted. 
has once again stoked fears among the country's white farmers of a violent and dis and disastrous land distribution redistribution akin to what happened which crippled Zimbabwe in the 2000s. The online petition calls on Trump to take the steps necessary to initiate an emergency immigration plan allowing white Boers to come to the United States. Boer is a term used to describe South Africans of Dutch, German, or Huguenot descent who are commonly referred to as Afrikaners. The petition suggests that Trump should stop admitting refugees from Somalia and the Middle East, claiming they cannot be properly vetted and allow white South Africans into the country instead. A similar, a similar petition calling on European Union President Jean-Claude Juncker, German Chancellor Angela Merkel, and Prime Minister Theresa May to allow white South Africans into EU countries has gained nearly 17,000 signatures. The motion was put forward by the Economic Freedom Fighters and supported but amended by the ruling African National Congress with the party promising reforms that will address racial disparities in land ownership. So they are pushing to come into our country and into the EU as they flee South Africa because their land is being taken away and given back to the Africans and they won't receive any compensation for it. And on foxnews.com, Delaware may let students choose their race, gender, without parental consent. Delaware policy lets children choose gender. State officials say policy will protect vulnerable student population. A proposal that would let students in Delaware, as young as five years old, choose their own race and gender identity without approval from their parents has sparked a bitter battle in the first state. On one side are parents who say that they want a more welcoming climate for their transgender or non-binary children. On the other side are parents who say the proposal infringes on their basic parental rights. Under Regulation 225, schools would be required to provide access to facilities and activities that are consistent with a student's gender identity, regardless of the child's sex at birth. That includes bathrooms, locker rooms, team sports, and adhering to the child's preferred name. Under the proposal, ch children could also choose their own race. What has rankled some parents is that the new regulation does not require schools to inform parents of the child's decision. Instead, the policy advises administrators to assess. The policy advises the administrators to assess the child's well-being before disclosing the information to the child's parents. So you see right here they are delineating the control of the child to the administrator. The policy advises administrators to assess the child's well-being before disclosing the information to the child's parents. While a growing number of states are imposing rules to protect transgender students, Delaware's proposed rules goes further, letting a child decide even if the parent disagrees with the, with the decision. The regulation isn't about keeping a secret. It's about what's in the best interest of the child, said Mark Papora, president of Equality Delaware. The reality is there are children living in fear who do not feel comfortable coming out of their parents as gay or transgender. So this policy suggested that they should come out to their school and the school holds that information and tells the parent about their child later as opposed to the other way around. Wow. We have to take control. We have to take responsibility. Overstand.
responsibility because others are taking responsibility and we're living as you can hear with the with these effects you know but some say this is yet another example of government overreach they say parents should be involved in making such a critical decision involving their children i would be livid if the school allowed my daughter to make such a significant decision without me said terry hodges the president of the delaware pta and committee member Hodges says she does not oppose the regulation, but feels that alienating parents is not the right way to carry it out. I want to protect children, she said, but we can't pick and choose when to engage parents. Exactly. The state's proposal drew more than 11,000 public comments in the form of letters, emails, and online submissions, the majority opposing the new rule. If approved, the regulation would protect 19 characteristics, protections that expert David Cohen, professor of law at Drexel University, said are not represented in the current federal anti-discrimination policy. Title IX does not explicitly cover gender, said Cohen. All it talks about is sex discrimination, and not every court, administrator, or administration interprets gender identity as sex. So gender identity is not interpreted as sex anymore. Delaware Governor John Carney felt strongly that more could be done to protect students from bullying and discrimination and in 2017 urged the DDOE to enact the policy. This policy is disgusting. So Delaware is one of the first states to draft a proposal to explicitly acknowledge gender identification in schools as a protected characteristic and violators it is unclear if it, if it would be the teachers or the administrators that would be prosecuted or could be prosecuted if they don't adhere to it. And moving forward to the HuffingtonPost.com, Bill and Melinda Gates pledge $170 million to women's economic empowerment. Where money flows into the hands of women who have the authority to use it, everything changes. That's the gist of what philanthropist Melinda Gates says in an op-ed published Monday in Quartz in which she announced that she and her husband, Bill Gates, are pledging $170 million to help empower women economically around the world. The money from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation will be spent over four years to help women exercise their economic power, Melinda Gates wrote. She noted that research shows economic power is the most promising entry points for gender equality. Simply put, when money flows into the hands of women who have the authority to use it, everything changes, she wrote. According to the op-ed, the donation will fund a three-pronged approach to economically empowering women. First, the, Belinda, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation will support and organize female farmers so they can sell their produce at competitive prices. Second, the foundation will work in eight countries, including India, Pakistan, and Tanzania, to promote women using digital bank accounts. And lastly, the foundation will facilitate self-help groups allowing women and girls share information about everything from launching a small business to raising healthy children. So those that are interested in um, seeking grants and funding through through this organization know that the money is there and available. For those that have nonprofit ideas or nonprofits that are already established that help women and girls. And on BBC.com, Gary Kahn, who is the key Trump economic policy advisor, resigns. 
U.S. President Donald Trump's top economic advisor, Gary Cohn, is resigning, the White House has said, in the latest series of high-profile departures from President Trump's team. There's been speculation that Mr. Cohn, a supporter of free trade, was angered by Trump's plan to impose tariffs on aluminum and steel imports. In a statement released by the White House, Mr. Cohn has said it had been an honor to serve my country. Mr. Cohn wasn't specific about the reasons, saying in the statement it had been an honor to serve his country and to enact pro-growth economic policies to benefit the American people, in particular the passage of historic tax reform. Mr. Cohen had reportedly set up a meeting between Mr. Trump and business executives who opposed the tariff move, but Mr. Trump pulled out of that meeting and on Tuesday reportedly asked Mr. Cohen in the Oval Office to back the tariffs publicly. Mr. Cohen did not answer, sources told Bloomberg. So another one of his top staff members has left. That is probably a record number of resignations on record. And on Blavity.com, former Massachusetts Governor Deval Patrick, an African-American, has announced an interest in running for the 2020 presidential election. It's on my radar, Patrick told KCUR recently during a radio interview where he promoted this event, an evening with Deval Patrick, reinvesting in America. He currently serves as the managing director of Bain Capital, where he's working on a new social good private equity fund called Double Impact that aims to encourage community building by investing in small businesses. It has raised $390 million for companies Patrick hopes will bring benefits to undeserved areas, according to Politico. The first African-American governor in the state has also been vocal about issues related to gun laws. I hope this is a tipping point, mostly because I think it would be a break faith with the courage we are seeing from Parkland. They are what the democracy should be, Patrick told the Star editorial board in reference to Parkland, Florida shooting in February that left 17 people dead. There is a way to a solution which is not threatening to the fundamentals of the Second Amendment. It is very hard for me to see the wisdom of the argument of why regular citizens should have military-style weapons. Patrick notes that he has not yet made his final decision, and at the moment he intends to focus his efforts on figuring out how he can help candidates running in the 2018 midterm election. I'm trying to think through 2020, and that's a decision I am thinking through from a personal and family point of view, and also whether what I believe is going to be an offer by somebody, Patrick said. And if it's not an offer by somebody, then maybe what I can do is help that person. But we'll see. Many ranking high officials support Patrick's potential run, including Obama administration advisors David Axelrod and Valerie Jarrett, according to The Hill. Elected or not, Patrick is ready for change in the U.S. government and hopes to steer away from the Trump administration mandates. I'm concerned about the tone he sets. I'm concerned about the lack of clarity in terms of policy direction, the belittling of different and or opposing points of view or individuals who hold them, Patrick said. I don't think that bodes well for democracy. Neither do I. So be on the lookout for Mr. Um, former Governor of Massachusetts, Deval Patrick who may be looking to be our second African-American president of the United States. We're going to take a music moment and come back with technology. Blessings and grace.
Good things come from the streets. I'm the rose from the cold concrete. Sherry in my name. Bring the alarm. Another youth just dying. They took him out like fly. But they call upon the pavement with tears in his eyes. And we cry. We cry. Bring the alarm. The politicians lie, soldiers on front line, them start the war, we fight the war, what we're losing we life for. Bring the alarm, we shall overcome, cause this shall be done, from the east to the west, me say peace and love, we don't stop, we can't stop. Cha! Well turn me up, push up the levels on your stereo And drop the beat, I'll make me ride it like a rodeo Them ponyo, the hypocrites act like they're really holy God bless the world of me Come from the ghetto, you yeah, me grow with some criminal But on the weekends, I worship with Christian Live in the streets, you see a girl has got to eat some pushing trigger But I sing this hit to make you feel sweet Bring the alarm Another you just dying They took him out like fly But they call upon the pavement with tears in his eyes And we cry, we cry Bring the alarm Politicians lie, soldiers on front line. They start the war, we fight the war. What we're losing, we're life for. Bring the alarm, we shall overcome. Cause this shall be done from the east to the west. Me say peace and love, we don't stop, we can't stop. Boom! Them sell with guns, sell with lies, sell with promises And tell we say all we friends are we enemies And many men sell out them family for all pennies man. The bigger heads are lie through them teeth I see them building this system that's sinking With them PhD brains of big thinking I laugh at the rich, I laugh at the poor Who need not go get but the greedy get more Bring the alarm Another you just dying They took him out like fly But they cool upon the pavement with tears in his eyes And we cry, we cry Bring the alarm Politicians lie, soldiers on front line Them start the war, we fight the war What we're losing we lives for Bring the alarm We shall overcome Cause this shall be done From the east to the west We say peace and love We don't stop, we can't stop No stress. I say we shall overcome from the east to the west. More peace, no stress. Everybody bring the alarm. Another you just dying. They took him out like fly, but they call upon the pavement with tears in his eyes, and we cry, we cry. Bring the alarm. Politicians lie, soldiers on front line. Them start the war, we fight the war. What we're losing, we're life for.
get it. With the mission, just look them dead in the eye. Kill them with your head up. Power from the most. I'm nothing like you. They don't like me cause I'm shining. I'm just out here grinding. Waiting for perfect time, but I'm a quarter past you. Look, I gotta get it by any means necessary. Cause my pace is shorter than the month of February. I'm marching on these April fools. You may be hot, but I'm like the sun at noon in June or July. Green. Then I had to leave the scene Move to NY2, follow my dreams Put school to the side Bitches taught me seven times trip up to stride But even that hands couldn't get me vexed Just make Jenga flex On to the next Them is family, fuck friends Living well is the best revenge That's why I look them dead in the eye Kill them with my head high Power from the most high I'm nothing like you Cause they don't like me cause I'm shining Well I'm just out here grinding Waiting for perfect time But I'm a quarter past you See I can't wait I got I gotta get it, I gotta get it, I gotta get it, if I'm stuck then I'm gon' pivot, well see I can't wait, I gotta get it, I gotta get it, double O seven precision with the mission, just look them dead in the eye, kill them with your head high, power from the most, I'm nothing like you, they don't like me cause I'm shining, I'm just out here grinding, waiting for perfect time, but I'm a quarter past you, let me show you what's
Let's go. Journey, transformation, new form, raw form, me and me, creating me, know thyself, relax, fit facts, be cool, vibe out, love life, we flow, we glow like stars, bright light, take flight, started as a caterpillar, then you turn into a butterfly, dig a bowl like the planet, smooth and tune, make room, make way for transformation, new nation, eradicating all the lies, I don't fall for your disguise, I'm too high up in the sky, the most high creates a way, I see the light, help as well, cleanse yourself and eat well, sleep good, travel on, on your journey, you will find peace of mind, just release. Sweet release, sweet Oshun She will wash you, rebirth is on the way In the meantime, kick a verse You deserve a sacred space Just erase all your fears and the doubt Onward, no turning back, let's get close And come alive, come alive, come alive, come alive Come alive, come alive, come alive, come alive Come alive, come alive, come alive, come alive Self-care is real, so important you have to feel your greatness to obtain, just maintain, you feed your brain, many books and information from the elders, listen well, wishing well, make one set intentions, pick one, and devote the time and energy to help them grow, just like a seed, you will know, you will come alive, things get tough and you lose your mind, but you find your way somehow, some days, destiny is the key, follow that, unlock the door, then go in a little more, come out a little deeper, that's for sure, you love yourself a little more, dive deep, you will see your higher self just waiting to be, waiting for your Attention to that mention to be careful because the demons they be waiting, they be lurking. Please be certain you're not flirting with the devil. Just keep hooking past them with their passion. Keep, keep, keep it flashing, and in the flash, you will start to come alive. Come alive, come alive. Come alive, come alive, come alive. Come alive, come alive, come alive. Come alive, come alive, come alive. Follow your dreams, they will all come true. They're calling you so for true. You can come alive, dive in to the abyss, the unknown. All will be shown. Shine your light, journey inward, journey home. You are not alone, we're all just becoming alive. Right? And I'm back with technology on the register.co.uk. The UK takes first steps toward criminalizing driverless car hackers. Law Review kicked off to write new statutes. The Law Commission is to conduct a study into British driving laws with the aim of making sure humans can still blame the road accidents caused by driverless cars and criminalizing hackers who target autonomous vehicles. Key aspects will be adjusting traditional laws to reflect the fact self-driving vehicles of the future will not have a driver, or perhaps even a steering wheel like traditional cars, and also consider some of the criminal offenses involved. The Department of Transport said about the planned three-year review in a statement. Insurance companies have already told the government they will refuse to pay out if autonomous vehicles run up speeding fines 
even threatening to pull their all-important support from the autonomous and electric vehicle bill, currently before Parliament, if they were made liable in such cases. The Law Commission will look to how to allocate civil and criminal responsibility where there is some shared control in a human-machine interface, as well as the creation of new criminal offenses for novel types of conduct and interference, or hacking of driverless cars to you and me. British roads are already among the safest in the world, and automated vehicles have the potential to make them even safer, provided our laws are ready for them, said Law Commissioner Nicholas Payne's QC in a rather ominous canned quote. So uh, expect these laws to come across the pond over here as well, as um, driverless cars are here and are part of our reality. According to TheVerge.com, Uber self-driving trucks are now delivering freight in Arizona via Uber Freight, the company's standalone trucking app. Uber's big push to dominate the trucking industry took a leap forward today with the announcement that the ride-hailing giant is now operating its fleet of self-driving trucks on its freight-hauling app. The shipments are taking place in Arizona, where the ride-hailing giant is also testing out its robot taxis. Uber said it is using transfer hub model, in which the trucks drive autonomously on the highway. Drivers take over for the last miles. By using transfer hub, Uber argues that its use of robot trucks will add more jobs, at least in the short term. The reason is that Uber's self-driving trucks aren't advanced enough for door-to-door -door runs, and they won't be for a long time. They still require a safety driver behind the wheel during operation. In the meantime, shippers use Uber Freight to book a trucker who arrives at a, at a, in a conventional long-haul truck. The trucker then drives a short-haul trip to transfer a hub outside of town, where they are met by one of Uber's self-driving trucks with the Uber-employed safety driver on board. The trailer is then transferred to the self-driving truck, which then drives autonomously for the long-haul highway portion of the trip, including a safety driver behind the wheel. Near the destination, the self-driving truck exits the highway and takes the load to the second transfer hub. A second driver in a conventional truck picks up the trailer and provides the short haul for delivery to the final destination. That driver just dropped off a different load at the same hub before receiving the autonomous truck delivery. Uber won't say how many trucks it's currently operating, the types of goods it's shipping, the number of miles driven, or how many deliveries it has completed autonomously. Uber's advanced technology group, which oversees all the company's self-driving cars, said that its vehicles have collectively driven 2 million miles. The hope is to eventually reach a point where this process, human-driven short hauls and autonomously driven long hauls, becomes continuous, said Alan Woodrow the product lead for self-driving trucks at Uber. And on TheGuardian.com, there is a rage against the machine. Self-driving cars attacked by angry Californians. Local residents are hitting back at their new neighbor robots, literally as reports detailed assaults on driverless cars. The great promise of self-driving cars is that they will save innumerable lives by removing the most fallible and unpredictable element from vehicle traffic, the human. But in San Francisco, at least, fickle human behavior is taking a stand. Two of six collisions involving autonomous vehicles in California so far this year involve humans colliding with self-driving cars, apparently on purpose, according to incident reports collected by California Department of Motor Vehicles. 
On January 10th, a pedestrian in San Francisco's Mission District ran across the street to confront a GM Cruise autonomous vehicle that was waiting for people to cross the road. According to an incident report filed by the car company, the pedestrian was shouting, the report states, and struck the left side of the Cruise AV's rear bumper and hatched with his, with his entire body. No injuries occurred, but the car's left taillight was damaged. Um... The two human-on-robot assaults are not the first time San Franciscos have fought back physically against robots. In December, the local SPCA Animal Shelter removed its 400-pound Nightscope security robot from the streets around its building amid backlash from residents and the homeless population who complained that the robot was harassing them. While most residents simply complained about the robot's presence, one personally put a tarp over it, knocked it over, and put barbecue sauce on all its sensors. Last year, the San Francisco supervisor, Jane Kim, launched a thus far unsuccessful effort to tax robots that take human jobs. And in December, San Francisco passed a bill strictly limiting the number of autonomous delivery robots that are allowed to roam the city's sidewalks. Not every innovation is all that great for society, said San Francisco Supervisor Norman Yee, who authored the legislation, said at the time, if we don't value our society, if we don't value getting the chance to go to the store without being run over by a robot, what's happening? And according to Medium.com, there are several, 73 to be exact, that I'm not going to go through all of them, implications of having a future of driverless cars. Um, one of them being people won't own their own cars. Transport will be delivered as a service from companies who own fleets of self-driving cars. There are so many technical, economic, safety advantages to the transportation as a service that this change may come much faster than most people expect. Owning a vehicle as an individual will become a novelty for collectors and may be competitive racers. Um, software technology companies will own more of the world's economy as companies like Uber, Google, and Amazon turn transportation into a pay-as-you-go service. Software will indeed eat the world. Over time, they'll own so much data about people, patterns, routes, and obstacles that new entrants will have a huge barriers to enter the market. And without government intervention, some sort of organized movement, there'll be a tremendous transfer of wealth to a very small number of people who own the software, the power and battery manufacturing, vehicle servicing, and charging power generation, maintenance infrastructure. There will be massive consolidation of companies serving these markets as scale and efficiency will become even more valuable. Cars, perhaps, they'll be renamed to some sort of clever acronym, will become like, like the routers that run the Internet. Most consumers won't know or care who made them or who owns them. Vehicle designs will change radically. Vehicles won't need to withstand crashes in the same way. All vehicles will be electric, self-driving and software, plus service providers, all electric. They may look different, come in different shapes and sizes, may be attached to each other in some situations, and there'll likely many, be many significant innovations and in materials used for vehicle construction. And um, driver's licenses will go away, as, as will the Department of, um, Mo of Motor Vehicles slowly. 
Other forms of ID may emerge as people no longer carry driver's licenses. This will probably correspond with the inevitable digitization of all personal identification via prints, retina scans, or other biometric scanning. Um, traffic policing will become redundant. Police transport will also likely change quite a bit. Unmanned police vehicles may become more common, and police officers may use commercial transportation to move around routinely. This may dramatically change the nature of policing with newfound resources from the lack of traffic, of traffic policing and dramatically less time spent moving around. And there'll be no more local mechanics, car dealers, consumer car washes, auto parts stores or gas stations. Towns that have been built around major thoroughfares will change or fade. And the auto insurance industry as we know it will change or go away as will the significant investing power of the mayor of the major players of this industry. Most car companies will go out of business as well as most of the enormous supplier networks. There will be many fewer net vehicles on the road, maybe one to maybe one tenth perhaps even less, that are also more durable, made of fewer parts and much more commoditized. And traffic lights and signals will become obsolete. Vehicles may not even have headlights as infrared and radar take the place of human light spectrum. The relationship between pedestrians and bicycles and cars and trucks will likely change dramatically. Some will come in form of cultural and behavioral changes as people travel in groups more regularly and walking or cycling becomes practical in places where it isn't today. And the power grid will change. Power stations via alternative power sources will become more competitive. And consumers and small businesses with solar panels, small-scale tidal or wave power generators, windmills, and other local power generation will be able to sell kilowatt hours to the companies who own vehicles. This will change net metering rules and possibly upset the overall power delivery model. It might even be the beginning of, a, of truly distributed power creation and transport. There will be likely a significant boom in innovation in power production and delivery models. Over time, ownership of these services will probably be consolidated over a very small number of companies. And traditional petroleum products and other fossil fuels will become much less valuable as electric cars replace fuel-powered vehicles and as alternative energy sources become more viable with portability of power. Transmission and conversion eat tons of power. There are many geopolitical implications of this possible shift as implications of climate change become ever clearer and present. These trends will likely accelerate. Petroleum will, will continue to be valuable for making plastics and other derived materials, but will not be burned for energy at any scale. Many companies, all rich countries, and investors have already begun accommodating for these changes. And if you want to know more about these 73 mind-blowing implications of a driverless future, you can check it out at medium.com. And moving forward, how blockchain is helping the homeless. In Austin, Texas, um, Austin in Texas has developed and implemented a blockchain-based ID system that has been specifically designed to help homeless people as part of the Bloomberg American Cities Initiative, which was sponsored by Bloomberg Philanthropies. The project is based around blockchain technology and aims to build a system that stores personal records, which then provides a unique identity to give to homeless people that do not have ID. 
to enable them to obtain vital services. The project is still very much in its early stages, with the city's chief innovation officer, Kerry O'Connor, saying, what we've received, the grant money for this testing and learning and prototyping. This new project is not only one is not the only one that has been targeted to help the homeless. There are more than 60 different organizations that are working together to combat the issue, O'Connor added. We're really excited about the promise of blockchain being distributed in order to make a more seamless experience across these organizations. As part of our innovation work, we have an advisory committee of people experiencing homelessness here in Austin. So we'll be designing this with them, not for them, making sure that this can fit their context. The project will run over two parts. The first part will be determining what kind of data is necessary to build a profile. This might not be easy as those who are homeless might not have access to their birth certificate or social security number. The second part will involve the testing of biometric systems in order to identify individuals without using physical form of ID. They are set to see an investment of 17 $0.5 million made in grants, and it is expected that in Austin, the progress of the projects will be checked, and if successful, will receive an additional $1 million with the possibility of securing a further $5 million. So they are banking on blockchain and helping the homeless in Texas. And last but not least, a 19-year-old who created a toxin-detecting molecule wants to inspire black girls to enter STEM. African-American Kiana Kave turned tragedy into opportunity to make the world a better place. At 15, New Orleans native Kiana Kave went on a research mission following the 2010 BP oil spill. The then high school sophomore realized that the oil sitting on the surface was doing more harm than previously thought. I remember watching the news, and the news anchor was talking about the after effects of the BP oil spill, and I remember thinking there are probably some issues left unsolved, Kave said. She realized that when the UV rays from the sun mixed with the oil on the ocean surface, the results was carcinogenic. According to ABC News, Kave entered a hometown science fair and won the top prize. That win and her science teacher support were the fuel she needed to launch her career in STEM and continue her research. It was a complete shock to me, she recalled. It was also the first time I realized people might actually care about the problem I'm trying to solve. Now a sophomore at the University of Michigan, the young innovator has garnered accolades for her work and has received funding from Chevron to continue her research. She was also named one of Forbes 30 Under 30, class of 2017. Kaveh, a chemical engineering major, has published two research papers and holds two patents for her toxin detection methods. She holds two patents for her toxin detection methods. Her next project aims to neutralize the cancer-causing chemicals found in toxins. I'm currently developing a disparent in the form of a powder. In order to develop disparents, you need to really look at the molecular structure to see how it will affect the environment chemically, she explained. That's what I'm working on right now, and I'm trying to perfect it. She hopes to inspire others and save the world, two things that hold equal importance to Kaveh. Follow what you want to do no matter what, Kaveh said of the advice she gives to other young women in STEM. Maybe you don't look like them, and they may not think that you know as much as they do, but you, but you have to prove you do. Keep your head down and work really hard.
Those are wise words from this 19-year-old young scientist, you know, and she took responsibility over Stan. She responded with her ability, and now she holds two patents. We're going to take a music moment and come back with Herbnology. Blessings and grace. Goes out to my fellow musicians, artists, government leaders, area leaders. Make we turn the youth them in our achievers. Look into yourself and then just tell me truthfully. Are you giving everything you've got to save this family? You owe it to the children who are killing their friends on a school day. It's a case of emergency, what a tragedy, everyone of enemy. Why are we so angry? Why are we so Just know the truth to every youth from the gully bank. This up to you. Every night we go on my bed, me chant a prayer to you. Don't give up, cause fire boom a day after you. If me good, me would have change all the way that for you. But for now, me can only tell yourself to love yourself. It shouldn't be so angry. Hey, why are you so mad? Why are you so sorry? Why are you so? Try them best. They put the little passa passa thing to arrest the selector. Them ma tell the girls to wear a dress and stop the bleaching thing because it is a mess. To all my children that is lost in the wilderness, pack up the guns, them and go fling them up a garden house. Make them know say that's a life you have preserved the most. And all the best things you want for have in on your house. Me I go ask you a question, you fi answer play. Why all know you know the Lord for little Sherman? A plenty people get slain, but they find in a good time, a trench in a train. But instead, them come up with ways for easy pain. Them send go by a thousand more new murder weapons, what a shame. You can't fight fire with a fury, so do some about your acting cards, we don't like the movie. Oh, why are you so angry? Why are you so Just 
Happiness is a butterfly, which when pursued is always just beyond your grasp, but which if you will sit down quietly, may alight upon you. Children love to lie, and maybe one day they'll. 
just like the butterfly, I too will awaken in my own time. Learn to
Blessings and grace, and I'm back with Herbnology with some benefits, some surprising benefits of nutmeg. Nutmeg is a popular spice, having a long list of health benefits, including its ability to relieve pain, soothe digestion, and improve cognitive function. It extends its ability to detoxify the body, boost skin quality, alleviate oral conditions, and reduce insomnia. Nutmeg strengthens the immune system, prevents leukemia, and improves blood circulation as well. What is nutmeg? Nutmeg is one of two spices that grow on an evergreen tree with scientific classification Maristica fragrans, also known as common nutmeg. It is native to islands near Indonesia, but is now a globally used spice. These trees bear nutmeg which is a seed of the tree, as well as mace, a less common spice derived from the dried reddish shell of the seed. This is the only tree which is the source of two distinct spices in the world. It is commonly grown in the Caribbean, other tropical areas of the world, also in southern India. Nutmeg is a delicate, slightly sweet spice that is widely used in cuisines around the world. The tree is also highly valued because of the essential oils derived from the bark and leaves. And nutmeg butter is also a popular derivative food that packs a healthy punch. The essential oils from nutmeg extract are highly beneficial to health and are frequently used in alternative and herbal medicine. While nutmeg is only a spice that is used sparingly in dishes, it can still impact your health in a variety of ways, mainly due to the nutritive content of vitamins, minerals, and organic compounds related to essential oils. These beneficial components include dietary fiber, manganese, thiamine, vitamin B6, folate, magnesium, copper. The health benefits is that it relieves pain. One of the components of nutmeg is similar to menthol, which has natural pain-relieving characteristics. Therefore, by adding it as a spice to your cooking, you can reduce the pain associated with wounds, injuries, strains, and chronic inflammation from conditions like arthritis. It promotes digestion. When you grind nutmeg into a powder, it retains its fiber content, which can stimulate the digestive process by promoting the peristaltic motion in the smooth muscle of the intestines, also, it induces the, the secretion of various gastric and intestinal juices that ease the digestive process. Since fiber can bulk up bowel movements, it also reduces the frequency and discomfort of constipation and other intestinal issues. It improves brain health. One of the lesser known benefits of adding nutmeg in a variety to your diet are the various components of its essential oil called myrosistin. And these and maselenin, and these compounds have been proven to reduce the degradation of neural pathways and cognitive function, and commonly afflicts people with dementia or Alzheimer's disease. Studies have shown that meristin and maselenin slow these effects and keep your brain functioning at normal, healthy level. Nutmeg also detoxifies the body. It acts as a tonic in many different ways. Therefore, it boosts the overall health of your body. More specifically, it can help eliminate the toxins stored and accumulated in the liver and kidney. It literally cleans those organs of all the toxins stored from sources like alcohol, drugs, pollution, or food. Furthermore, the active ingredients in nutmeg help dissolve kidney stones and increase overall function and efficiency of the kidney and the liver. 
oral health, and traditional medical applications, nutmeg was considered the king of spices when it came to oral health. The active antimicrobial components present in it fights conditions like halitosis, also known as bad breath. It kills the bacteria that causes this, this embarrassing condition and boosts the immunity of your gums and teeth. That is why nutmeg and its extracts are commonly found in toothpaste, mouthwashes, particularly in organic and herbal varieties. It treats insomnia. For generations, nutmeg has been recommended as a home remedy for sleeplessness and, and um, insomnia. A pinch of nutmeg in warm milk always seems to do the trick. It has a high content of magnesium, an essential mineral in the body that reduces nerve tension and even stimulates the release of serotonin, which creates a feeling of relaxation or sedation. The serotonin is changed to melatonin in the brain, which is a sleep inducer, thus relieving people of their problem with insomnia and restless at night. Nutmeg also has trace elements of narcotics, which have no dramatic effects unless taken in massive quantities. However, a small amount can help you release various neurotransmitters, which in turn help induce relaxation and sleep. And it treats leukemia. Another lesser-known quality of nutmeg is its potential use against cancerous cells. Studies have shown that certain methylonic compound in it and its essential oil can actually induce cell death. It can induce cell death, apoptosis, in leukemia cells, thereby stopping the spread and the, and, and the metastasis of this terrible variety of cancer that commonly afflicts children. And skin care. Although the exact mechanism is not fully understood, herbal and traditional medicines have long used nutmeg to boost the appearance and health of skin. Most commonly, it is applied as a paste mixed with water or even honey, which is also great for skin care. It can help reduce inflammation and, and irritation of the skin. Um, it promotes hydration and a smooth appearance, as well as reduce signs and marks from pox, boils, or acne. And nutmeg is also good for the hair. It, um, it helps your hair stay shiny, you know, and it's also, it fights acne and pimples. Nutmeg has antibacterial and anti-inflammatory properties that make it excellent in clearing up acne breakouts. Use a tiny amount in your acne-prone skin because a lot of nutmeg can make it red, you know, so you have to, it's, it's gentle but effective, and you don't need a lot. To, for it to be effective. It helps to fade away acne scars. It gently exfoliates the skin. It also stimulates hair growth. When applied on the scalp, nutmeg creates a warm tingling feeling which is said to stimulate the hair follicles by increasing the blood circulation to the scalp. And increased blood circulation means increased nutrient flow to the hair follicles. And this will promote luscious hair growth. So look into nutmeg and the ways that you can um, add this wonderful piece of nature of the Most High to your diet for all the health and healing benefits that it offers. We're going to take a music moment and come back with the metaphysics of the moment. Blessings and grace. Well, I see it up in my eyes, yeah. This is the Queen I freak once more. Singing for my people, I got to ask of your 
Could you please take away the rod from the earth and the bloodshed and the tears and the wars and the hatred, genocide? There's no regard for life. I'm tired of the way that we're living. Peace, yeah. Will we ever live to see peace, yeah? Everybody born in peace, yeah. Jaja, what's the matter with the world? Hey, hey, peace, yeah. Will we ever live to see peace, yeah? Everybody born in peace, yeah. Jaja, what's the matter with the world? Hey, hey. Babylon think they're gonna put from afar, being it see them. Them set down in a debate, go back for a wall and up with them. Highly blessed, they lick up it's a food where you get them. The people said them fed up on our guns, who no get them. Strictly and too much, check the way that's how we live in. No, get no real fit the work that we put in it. No easy if you want it, but me people not giving. Overcome only if you're willing, so me begging you for peace, yeah. Will we ever live to see peace? Yeah. Everybody ball in peace, yeah. Jaja, what's the matter with the world? Hey, hey, peace, yeah. Will we ever live to see peace, yeah? Everybody ball in peace, yeah. Jaja, what's the matter with the world? Hey, hey, you plan your war until you're smart, you think you're innocent. Evidence is evident, it's not an accident, it's only Jaffy go come to you defense. Surrounded by fire, look your day in a descent. And no start with any dread, my friend, he better you surrender. Took away the people's rights and say you know remember your trick us with your force. No love, no joy, no splendor. Meanwhile, they use them blood and running and they got the fuck we begging you for peace. Yeah, will we ever live to see peace? Yeah, everybody ball in peace. What's the matter with the world? Hey, hey, peace, yeah. Will we ever live to see peace, yeah? Everybody ball in peace, yeah. Judge, what's the matter with the world? Please take away the rod from the earth and the bloodshed and the tears and the wars and the hatred, genocide. There's no regard for life. I'm tired of the way that we're living. Peace, yeah. Will we ever live to see peace, yeah? Everybody ball in peace, yeah. Judge, what's the matter with the world? Hey, hey, peace, yeah. Will we ever live to see peace, yeah? Everybody ball in peace, yeah. Cha what's the matter with the world? Hey, hey. Babylon think they wanna put what from afar, being you see them. Them set down in a debate, go back on wall and up with them. I live as the liquid bit of food where you be them. The people said them fed up. Young Prince. Skin the shade of bronze saxophones. Wind meets lungs and his smile plays a familiar tune gold and gamble beast and brave throne of crimson and crown young prince can't you see the world around you buildings crumbling in shame but you you death to the cacophony your rome tumbling down into moral bankruptcy monopoly paradise be held at the foot of your throne. 
you acquired heaven on earth. Behold, Picasso on your kite, Leonardo's on your ceiling. You built your own starry night sky. You put the sea in your living room, swimming pools. You look at mountains unimpressed. You wake up when you choose for the sun to rise, command the sun to set, when the day no longer pleases you, rest. But reverse back to September before winter. Wake up to dinner with an iPhone 7 before it's even released. You the first to surf the sea of technology and feast on the beast. Baby, you got the world at your fingertips. Lick the blood of envy off the side of your lips every time you catch glimpse of something you don't have. You, you sick till you get it. And you get it. Oh, you get it. With your dominion, move pawns like Orion. Catch a pair of wings and you flying. Immortals, Nephilim, godlike men. Bow at the sun, carry on with sin. Senseless until the day, the day he shakes your world. Switches the perspective on your pandemonium. He approaches you. He says, he says, child. But no king is slave to his own possessions. Eternity with me is at the feet of sacrifice. You feel pride, choke the humble out of your lungs, gasping for air at the river of your Jordans. Would you give it all? The money, the fame, the honor, the accolade, the empire you built to build the same field you reap from. He weep on, blood-stained high priest nailed feet from. He bleed from, you feast from. You benefit from his glory, but refuse to leak even a bead of sacrifice for the sake of the kingdom. How does greed taste on your teeth? Do your lips kiss the sky with envy of her freedom? How she relentless reflect the sun in her shadow? You will not, you doubt, you sink afraid to retreat your royalties, forgetting you made an image of king of kings. He says there's more, far more than I've asked him. Will you see me? Will you seek me? Trade soul for souls. Take back soul, get solace. Fall on your sword, Saul. The more you sacrifice, you give. The more you die, the greater you live. And here, we have a peculiar duel. The rich young ruler, at the prime of his youth, forced to choose between the pride of life and the humility of truth. And here you are, possibly confused, because this entire time, I've been talking about you.
melanotite, melanocyte, oh, yeah. children of sunlight, earth's rightful rulers, my birthright tied tight to the tree of life, indigenous business, see we've been planting seeds in Eden, before Adam and Eve sins were believed in, debated or reason even, my mother discovered the astrological connection to the math you teaching, the fecundity of the husbandry and the holy books you reading, that serpent you interpret as deceiving, or the spirit of a lie, represents the information you receiving, scientifically speaking, environmental stimuli, therefore we fight for so much more than to be you more, y'all got us fucked up, this omnicidal, ecocidal, genocidal, psychosis of vulturous thinking, consumptuous culturalist beings, has us closest to global extinction than ever yet, Manai women never fret, we stand up, we fight, we have a right to this tree of life. you open up that metaphysical grave that had been dug for you, the part of you, the spark that lays buried. That is what's going to open you up. That's what's going to give you the ability to escape. Escape. Your metaphysical mind. Blessings and grace. And we're going to move forward into the overstanding of the dynamics of responsibility within the metaphysical aspect of the biblical word. Now, Hamelech is Hebrew for the king, the ruler, the counselor. The name of two different Israelites. Seemingly, the name probably refers to King Joachim and King Zebdekai. Now, metaphysically, it means the will or the ruling ego in man. Expressing an opposition to the light of truth. The ruling ego, the will in man, expressing the opposition to the light of truth, which is seeking to reveal the divine law. The will, impelled by the adverse personal self, seeks to fight and destroy that which tries to make clear it the bad results of its wicked, rebellious impulses. King Zebdachai wished to have Jeremiah the prophet out of the way. Instead of conforming to the law and thus putting itself in the way to reap good, the ancient idea of kingship was that of divided responsibility with the priesthood. The king ruled, not apart from, but by taking counsel of the priests. Thus, when the will of man takes its counsel from the personal self, Okay, when the will of man takes its counsel from its personal self and attempts to rule in its own right, that is, obstinately or arbitrarily ignoring the guidance of man's higher spiritual thoughts, the result is trouble. It's trouble. And Ru, Ru 
is Hebrew for leading to pasture, feeding a flock, shepherd, friend, companion. The son of Peleg and the father of Sarug descended from Shem in Genesis 11.18. Metaphysically, reu means the cooperative feeling, the feeling of fellowship, friend, companionship, unfolding in individual consciousness to a sense of loving, active responsibility. Unfolding an individual consciousness to a sense of loving, active responsibility for the welfare of others, leading to pasture, feeding a flock, a shepherd, reu. And ula is Hebrew for above, lifted up, overhead, bound on, made fast, thrust with the head, yoke, burden, servitude, bondage, service. A chief man of the Israelitish tribe of Asher in 1 Corinthians 7.39. Metaphysically, Ula means since the blessed Asher state of mind does not harmonize with the burden-bearing thought, this name Ula, with its meaning bound on, made fast, yoke, servitude, bondage, service, burden, calls to mind the words of Jesus. Yeshua, as recorded in Matthew eleven twenty nine, thirty, Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Yoke here refers to a union with Christ or with the high ideals of spirit. The high ideals of spirit. Taking on responsibility is a high ideal of the spirit. Burden refers to the taking on of a right degree of, of responsibility. A right degree of responsibility. For each man shall bear his own burden, meaning his own proper load. Service then becomes spiritual. Above, lifted up, overhead, bespeak a change from a carnal plane of thought and activity to a higher, more nearly spiritual plane. Thrust with the head suggests the exercise of will as well as a, a reason or an understanding. And bakbukia. Bakbukia is Hebrew, which means pouring out, wasting from Jehovah, wasted by Jah, emptying, destruction by Jehovah, wasting, a Levite who had an office of responsibility in the temple worship. He was the second among his brethren in Nehemiah 11.17. He was one of the porters keeping the watch at the storehouses of the gates in Nehemiah 12.25. Metaphysically, Bakbukia means a thought of service to and worship of God. A thought of service to and worship of God. It is one of the thoughts that helped to guard the consciousness against error. He was a porter who kept watch at the gates. It is of a destructive character, tearing down and casting out, emptying, wasting of Jehovah, destruction by Jehovah. It watches for evil and the results of evil, that it may rid the consciousness of them. To be on the constructive side, the thought that Bakbukia represents would have to be watching for good only that it might aid in establishing the good. 
chasing those negative thoughts out of our minds, right? Focusing on accomplishments. It is necessary in its place. However, for that which falls short of the divine perfection must be discerned, at least enough to be cast out. But error appearances should not be magnified, and destructive thoughts should not be built up. All it does is hinder your ability to respond effectively. Overstand. And Babai. Babai is Hebrew for fatherly. A man whose descendants returned from captivity with Zerubbabel and Ezra 2.11. The father of a man named Zechariah who came from the Babylonian captivity with Ezra in Ezra 8.11. The name of a man who joined Nehemiah and sealing the covenant in Nehemiah 10.15. Metaphysically, Babai means the fatherly quality that must have its place in every true spiritual thought in us that we would not have devoid of fruitfulness. In other words, that our true impulses and convictions may really bring forth fruit. We must recognize them as being our own children. We are creative creators. We create consciousness. <laughs> We're conscious creators. Overstand. Our true impulses and convictions may really bring forth fruit. We must recognize them as our own children, the offspring of the spirit of truth within us. We must not hold ourselves apart from them by thinking that someone else is responsible for them. Some persons are always quoting others and talking about truth. They never speak the truth out boldly, as, as, as Yeshua did, knowing that the truth that they declare is the product of their own indwelling Christ, and that they have the right to proclaim, thus saith the Lord within me. The qualities in us that Zerubbabel, Ezra, and Nehemiah with whom the men named Babai were connected, represent, cannot establish themselves in our consciousness very strongly or fruitfully until we recognize them as being spiritual and until we know that we, cooperating with the God within us, are the father or producer of them. Even though some teacher or healer on the outside may have spoken the quickening word for us many times and with great effect for our good, yet the good itself, the light, the healing, the help that we have received has come always from our own indwelling spirit of the Most High, which, res which, which responded to the unspoken word, whether the word was declared by another or by us. Truth never becomes established firmly in us until we lay hold of our own divine sonship, our birthright, and take up for ourselves the responsibility and the joy of putting on Christ. The responsibility and the joy. It's a gift. It's a gift. The responsibility and the joy of putting on Christ. And metaphysically, the responsibility to God. Truth is implanted in us by divine intelligence. To the degree that we awaken to the consciousness of the inherent wisdom. To this degree, we are responsible to the Father. 
and are required to render unto him the fruitage of our wisdom. Each of us unfolds according to understanding and realization. Whether our understanding is little or great, we must demonstrate the truth we know. If our understanding is much, much is required of us. You have to take responsibility and respond accordingly to the Most High's will generated within. Because this world is without so much. Because so many are holding in their responses to what's happening around us. Overstand. Hopefully this topic opens some, someone's mind and their heart to their own truth and to contemplate. In Yeshua's name, we're going to take a music moment. Blessings and grace. Introducing Ultraviolet. The world becomes new. It changes. What will come something we have not expected. An evolution that changed from one level to another. We will begin to see here in two separate directions. In the higher light, which is electrifying space. It is the time of golden age. It is the time of transition. It is the time of awakening. It is the time that we begin to know ourselves. You are now prepared.
Blessings and grace. I'd like to thank you for joining me for another offering of Woman Wednesday. I'd like to show love to the frequency that accompanies my spirit. That was just Glenn Underground, Forgotten Art, Tamara Renee, Ultraviolet, followed by Sun Ra, Godspell, Nia Wakia Ali, featuring Wise Intelligent, Tree of Life, Jamaica West, Cacophony, Queen Africa, Peace, Nia Wakia Ali, Higher, Jess CX, Butterfly, Queen Africa, Y, Nia Wakia Ali, Alive, Saba Jenga, Gotta Get It, Shireen, We Don't Stop, The Alarm, Keisha Soleil, Ode to Home, Nadine Sutherland, It's My Day, Nia Wakia Ali, Featuring Be Sunny, Destiny, Chevelle Franklin, Salvation, Victoria Perry, Mary Did You Know, Siraj Nuri, In Hell, The Whitefield Brothers featuring Pajaka, Earthology, Sarak, 13th Planet, Remix, and John 9, Inner Voice. Blessing, strength, and grace to all. Everybody is half dead. Everybody avoids everybody. All over the place, in most situations, most all of the time. I know I'm one of those everybody. And to me, it is terrible. And so all I'm trying to do all the time is just to open people up so they can feel themselves and let themselves be open to somebody else. That is all. That's it. Let them know.